The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome to a really exciting edition of 1111 Talk Radio. I'm very, very happy to have this guest on because I believe her transformational work is so necessary at this time. I have author, speaker, teacher, and philanthropist Debbie Ford on tonight, and we're going to be discussing her latest work, which is the movie The Shadow Effect. In addition to this wonderful new work that is going to change many lives, she has authored additional books, which are The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, Spiritual Divorce, and The Secret of the Shadow. She's also recently authored and released The Right Questions and The Best Year of Your Life. Through her leadership, presence, and voice, it was all birthed because we ultimately have to attain who we are. But we can't do that unless we initially come from that place of dysfunction that we've created in our lives. So much of Debbie's work centers around our shadow, the place that we so often would like to avoid, but the place that she states, and I strongly support, that we all need to go. So I'd like to welcome you, Debbie Ford, to 1111 Talk Radio. Oh, I'm blessed to be here with you. Thank you for having me. I initially had an interview with you for 1111 Magazine, which is actually out on the stands right now in Barnes & Noble, and it's the November-December issue. And I became familiar with you actually several years ago when I was at a Being Fearless conference in New York City, and I saw you speak. And from that time, your topic, your presence, everything that you had to say struck me, and Since that time, I have seen how more and more people are in pain. I've been able to recognize that and how necessary your work is to get out of that pain. But I'd like them to first know a little bit about your story in case they don't know you. You came from some addiction. You had to be in a treatment center. But that was where your breakthrough came. That's where you found your light. So would you tell us a little bit of that story? Yes, well, I started doing drugs when I was uh, 12 years old, and uh, back then we didn't, I mean, really people didn't even know how bad drugs were, and after, uh, when I got into my early 20s, I started, that was when I started trying to get off drugs and trying to figure out what life was about and what I was going to do with my life and how I was going to be happy. And to make a very long story short, you know, it took me four tries in different treatment centers where I would leave after a few days or ten days because I would feel like, oh, I can conquer the world. I'd just say I'd zip up my little arrogant suit and pretend like, you know, tomorrow was going to be perfect. And it was there in my fourth one where I knew that 
if I left this treatment center that there wouldn't be a fifth time, that I was probably going to die. I was in really bad shape, and I went into the bathroom and uh, in the middle of the day, and I just got down on my hands and knees, and I started to pray, and I didn't know what I was praying to. I didn't believe, really, that there was any part person out there that could help me. And something happened that was so dramatic because I went from this moment of anger and rage and discontent and fear and shame to this moment of peace, of deep peace, this moment where I could see beyond the person I was in that moment. And I got up from that bathroom floor committed to knowing what that experience was. And for the next 18 days of that treatment center, I'd go in every single day, and I would have this miracle happen where I'd have this shift in consciousness. And I committed by the time I got out of there that I would understand how that could happen in an instant, in a second. And that began my journey into really starting to understand consciousness and understanding the shadow self, you know, and the dark side of us and the part of us that doesn't allow us to get out of our own way. Well, part of the reason that I think your story is so powerful is because whether we are and whether the listeners are people that are in that mix of addiction, whether it's drugs or sugar or men or alcohol or shopping, whatever it is, or whether they're in just a deep state of depression or whether they just don't feel so good and are having affairs, whatever it is, there was a way to change and there was a way for you to come out of that, not only come out of it, but literally touch so many people across this planet in such a way that their lives change. So what, all of a sudden, after you got out of this treatment center, did your life just blossom into these books and these different things, or was there a process that you had to go through still? Yeah, it was a long, it was about, I would say I spent about way back then, because that was about 25 years ago, five years and $50,000 back then traveling around. I was fortunate to have a business that kind of kept me afloat. And I went back and I did Sufi retreats and Buddhist retreats and hung crystals from my head and drank wheatgrass and had acupuncture and, you know, chanted on top of mountains. You know, I did all the things that, you know, were around back then. And, you know, that story led me to, I used to make these affirmation tapes. I don't know if you're old enough to remember those old tape players that would go around and around, and they were big into subliminal messaging. Oh, sure. (laughs) So I'd make these tapes. Louise Hay was around, so I would say, I'm wonderful, and I'm loving, and I'm peaceful, and I'm happy, and I would let them play all night long. But then I'd wake up in the morning pissed off. And I was like, there's got to be something I'm missing. How could it be? How could I try so hard to hold a positive thought but feel so much sadness or grief or anger or, you know, have to listen to this internal dialogue? And then one day I got, you know, I was really learning to trust where the universe was taking me. And I got uh, very obsessed with this tape that uh, Deepak Chopra had done with uh, Wayne Dyer called Beyond Miracles. And I used to listen to it every day. I decided to go back to school. I was studying consciousness studies and psychology. And I would listen to this piece of this tape where Deepak would say, 
you know, we are a microcosm of the macrocosm. We are all everything that there isn't anything we can see in the outer world that doesn't exist in our inner world, that we're not in the world, but the world is within us. And I would always think to myself, he's such a smart man. Why would he say something stupid (laughs) like that? You know, how could the world be within me? You know, I only weigh 100 pounds, for God's sakes. And something happened after about a month of me listening to that, and maybe I listened to like this three-minute segment as I was on a train going to school one day, and this woman started screaming at her child, and I got so angry, and in my mind I'm thinking, she shouldn't have children, and she doesn't deserve to have kids, and I'm judging her, and I'm angry, and, you know, I'm all worked up. And all of a sudden I heard this voice inside of me that said, if your child had just spilt milk on you, you know, on your way to work, you'd be going off too. You'd be angry too. And that moment radically shifted my consciousness because I realized what Deepak was talking about is not that that whole woman existed inside of me, but that that behavior that I was seeing in her existed inside of me. So when we're seeing things that are going on with other people, particularly when we judge them, then more than likely that is a piece of us that we need to look at. It is absolutely us. Or it's an us that we haven't seen yet or we haven't exposed yet, but it's a part of us that we would judge and we don't like exactly. For for the Western society, and so many are very much in their heads and not in their hearts, and many people would deny that you know I'm a po- and that I'm a negative person. I'm I'm completely positive all the time. I say my affirmations. I think good thoughts. I do all the stuff I'm supposed to do. I could never possibly be that person that's negative, because I know that those are not the things that I want. How is that damaging to us? Well, first I would just have them look at why they're so negative about the negative people, you know, because the projection, we can always catch it right there, right? You know, I'm so positive, but we're going off on something being negative, right? I would never be somebody that's that hateful, but yet we're hating the hateful person. So, you know, this is... This is why it's such a phenomenon that most people don't understand is because projection is a defense mechanism. It's built into the human operating system, meaning I transfer all the parts of myself that I have denied or rejected, all the parts that are kind of hanging out there, they're not part of the whole, onto the person in front of me. And this is where... If we understand it, we understand that in the spiritual world, the universe is always trying to show us us. And the only thing that we can't see as humans, if we have sight, is us. But we're designed so magically that we can find us by looking outside of us. And what we get angry about or annoyed in other or we're judging or pointing our finger or we're upset about, that's, those are the parts of us that we, are, we don't accept, we don't embrace. They're not part of the whole world inside of us. The same thing is true on the positive side, the parts of us where we're saying, ah, they're so special or they're so brilliant or she's so generous or she's so authentic, whatever they're saying about somebody where they're giving their power away, they're affected energetically, you're, again, you're getting to see yourself 
in the positive side. Well, what's so ironic is as much as we don't want to see those negatives about us, there's so many of us that also can't see the positive. We really can't even grab hold of, I'm that powerful person that I see her as, or I'm that smart person that this person appears to be. It's just as hard to take sometimes that positive aspect of ourselves because we don't want to see the negative. Is it because we don't want to see the negative that we can't hold on to the positive? Well, my theory, and I think that people that understand that would say that, you know, as much as we can embrace, the more of our darkness we can embrace, the more of our light we can reclaim. And most of us don't feel worthy of really having our light. And And I am here today with Debbie Ford. You can find out more about her at DebbieFord.com or her other website is TheShadowEffect.com. She's an amazing speaker, teacher, author, and philanthropist. And she and her son also support a wonderful foundation called Just Like My Child, where they help to raise money to build a school in Uganda. We're going to find out more about Debbie and this new movie, The Shadow Effect, which is a powerful and transformational piece that I urge you to order and really see. And if you want to have a taste of it, you can go to the 1111 Talk Radio page and click on the link on the bio and order your own free shadow starter kit and locate the DVD. We'll be right back with Debbie Ford. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? 
Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Debbie Ford began searching for love, light, and happiness after suffering from addiction for many years. Having been through several treatment centers in an attempt to break the inclination towards drugs, sugar, and men, all the things that she used to make herself feel better, she found herself on the bathroom floor. But it took that moment to allow herself to receive a miracle, a shift in consciousness, a shift from fear, anger, anxiety, and powerlessness to be replaced by deep peace, safety, and the knowing. This life-changing moment would result in a life's work of powerfully authentic expression. And now Debbie Ford touches people on all corners of the globe through books, lectures, shadow process workshops, and her latest release, The Shadow Effect, which is an incredibly powerful movie. As you all know, 11s mean very much to me, and the 1111 Gateway is there for us to recognize that we all have messages and we all have experiences for change. People are seeing the numbers 1111 all over the world. And it is experiences and teachers such as the ones Debbie Ford is producing that are going to help so many of us that are in our little bits of pain or in our depths of pain move through those places to our own authentic expression. So welcome back, Debbie. Mm. I think your story is amazing and I think your work is amazing just because we really do have to allow ourselves to see, know, and love the shadow. And for those people that don't know exactly what that term shadow means, could you define that a little bit? Yes, I'd love to. Well, the shadow is, was actually a word that was coined by the great Swiss psychologist Carl Jung, and he said it was any part of us that we, uh, any part that we hide, deny, or suppress. He said it's a person that we'd rather not be. The shadow is all those things about yourself that you feel ashamed of, the things that you don't want to admit to, the things that you don't want other people to find out. Those are all our shadow stories, our shadow dramas, our shadow, you know, um, qualities. And so, you know, it's interesting because we're always talking about love, right, in this movement, that it's ultimately about love. But I think that shadow work is the work of true love. Because it's easy to love yourself when you wake up and you feel great and everybody's doing what you want and you have enough money and you have career opportunities and you feel good. You know, is that really love? I mean, to me, love is like when we go into the darkness and we hold ourselves when we're feeling sad or lonely or depressed, you know, when we're so caring and so big-hearted to our own self. I mean, if the world is within us, Right. If we are all a microcosm, a piece of this greater divine puzzle, then if we can't love the internal world, how are we going to love the external world? 
And if we are birthed as a divine piece, you know, a fingertip of the divine, then then our job is to start inside of ourselves. And that's why this work is, it never made sense to me. Like, you know, my sister always used to say, because people would ask her, what does Debbie get to teach with Deepak Chopra? This person has three degrees, or this person's done this, this person. And my sister used to kiddingly say, well, Debbie, you know, had the biggest shadow in America. So now that isn't true. But the point is, is that in me having to learn to love myself, having to learn to forgive myself, which is an act of love, right? You know, that was the transformation. And as we learn to take back these qualities and and stop shaming ourselves for what we've been shamed for, right? Many people in this world have been abused, but then we take on and become the abuser. We've been teased, but now we tease ourselves. We've been abandoned, now we abandon ourselves. People have been mean to us, but then we're mean. And that we are here, I believe, to go inside this internal world and to find where there's darkness, to find where there's repression, to find where, you know, we have made it wrong or judged it harshly or or separated, because that's it, right? We're separating and we're saying, I'm not that. I'm not that. I would never be that. You know, that separation is happening in here. We keep thinking it's about us pointing our finger and judging at somebody else, but it's happening inside ourselves, and I think that's the great evolutionary leap that's coming right now that that we need all to be present to. But, Debbie, why is it that we put such a blind eye to it? Because most people probably don't even realize that they abuse themselves in that way. They probably don't even realize that they're not as compassionate to themselves as they need to be. How does that, or how did it happen for you? How did you recognize there's a shadow here? I'm treating myself like this. Was there a particular moment, or did you always have a sense of two parts of you, a good side and a bad side? Yeah, I think I always knew Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because I was so bad. (laughs) I mean, that's why I say sometimes the people with the worst addictions or the worst behavior are ultimately the luckiest because they actually know, right? You know when you have really bad behavior, at some point you wake up from denial. And that's another mechanism. I mean, if we think about the miracle of life, that we are born with these, you know, millions of things going on inside of us right now, right, to make us come alive. And the mil- but the same is true about our psyche. So we're, de- we're, we're born to be able to see ourselves by to having this mechanism of projection. We're also born to be able to love ourselves. That's part of why we're here to learn to open our, our hearts. So anybody who can't find the shadow, all you have to do is, you know, sit alone in silence for an hour. And I promise you, you'll hear the voice. The voice of fear is the voice of the shadow. You know, the voice of the critical, judgmental self is the voice of the shadow. The voice that says, you can't do it. You're too old. You missed the opportunity. You're not lovable enough. You're not smart enough. You could never do that. That's all the voice of the shadow. So it's everywhere. The, 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 the thing I always like, am interested in, who cannot not find it? It's just most of us are going so fast that we're not able to to digest and to know what we're doing here. And that's why the perpetuation of the pain, I think, is coming to a great global shift because people can't take it anymore. They don't want to take it anymore. 
Well, even if you're going too fast to recognize it in yourself, it is very blatantly obvious. I mean, you can turn on TV and just reality TV alone. Dr. Drew, you know, his addiction series and now his sex addiction series or even just some of the other reality TV shows, in a sense, all you're seeing are the shadows. And so that in itself is the display to us. Exactly, and right there you can see, you know, our, all of our own shadows. You see everybody else's shadows. We're always pointing our finger. You know, there's an old Buddhist trick that uh, I do it in the shadow effect to, sh- to show people. It's been around for centuries where you point your finger out at somebody and you call them a name. You're so selfish, you know. I mean, people can just think what they don't like about their mother or their father or their sister or their ex. And you say it out loud, you know, you're so intolerant or you're so incompetent. And you look and you have your finger pointed and you have one finger pointed out there and three fingers pointing back at yourself. This is how we find the shadow. And the thing that I can promise everyone is that any area of your life where you're not achieving the results and the fulfillment and the satisfaction that you need, that is where the shadow is. That's where the shadow is. What I found so moving, especially when I initially started watching the film The Shadow Effect, was you really blatantly put out there figures that we know, governors, celebrities, different people that we've seen in the media that we have identified with or judged in some way or definitely recognized to show how the shadow popped up in their life. And I thought that was so profound because, number one, we are so quick to judge those people. I mean, coming from the state of South Carolina, we've had our own incident with our own governor, and he has been severely judged by, by so many people. And I remember when it happened, I thought, you know, Things like this only happen because someone's in pain. But everyone was so quick to criticize and judge him that so many did not want to recognize that maybe he was also in pain at the same time. So that was really a very intelligent and bold move on your part, I thought, because I found when I was watching, I thought, wow, Debbie Ford is really putting it out there. That's a pretty strong statement, but it so needed to be shown in that way. Yeah, I was very fearful when I did it. <laughs> like, like, oh, I must be out of my mind. But really, I was just felt, sometimes I feel like just an order taker because I could see it, you know, uh, in, I could see it in images. I could see it like if we could understand that, you know, we just had this Michael Jackson incident. You know, he is shadow, right, one. We could blame it on a doctor or whatever, but he was able to hide. There's always a secret life with the shadow, You know, when people don't know what their shadow is, you know, I tell them to write down, see what you don't want anybody to see in your journal. You know, the bad behavior, whether it's uh, the, there's a great example in the movie, of the guy vacuuming the front of his house, you know, with his little Buddha making it all perfect, and then he opens the door and it's a disaster, you know, with wine bottles and junk everywhere, the person going to the gym and working out, and then, you know, all of a sudden they've got their Hershey bars in the back. And and we do judge other people because we get a release. That's what's happening when we're watching the news or we see somebody else going down. There's this release inside where we can go, oh, Lisa, it didn't happen to me. I mean, that is part of, you know, whether we want to be spiritual or not is not the issue. It's part of, you know, the, our human operating system. And so that is, I mean, that's what's so exciting about doing shadow work because as you embrace these parts of yourself, first of all, you don't have to practice non-judgment because you become non-judgmental. 
Because all we're doing in judgment is judging ourselves. We are absolutely judging ourselves. And that's so true because everyone, either we are judging them positively or we're judging them negatively. And when we allow ourselves to recognize that the judgment does not need to go to the outside, that actually those three fingers are pointing back, we can work on who we really need to work on, and that's ourselves. I'm here today with Debbie Ford. She's just released an incredible film called The Shadow Effect. I urge each and every one of you to go to the website. There's a link on the 1111 Talk Radio website that you can click on, or you can go to DebbieFord.com or TheShadowEffect.com. I also urge you, because there are two options that you can order, get the two-disc CD set. It is very powerful because one set, one CD gives you, one DVD gives you the movie. The second DVD actually goes through processes. And that is the powerful part, powerful part of this combination. So when we come back, I'm going to talk to Debbie a little bit about how that second DVD works to support you in discovering your shadow. We'll be right back. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for Life's Balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are 
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. You can find an in-depth interview with Debbie Ford in November-December issue of 1111 Magazine. That's now available in Barnes & Nobles nationwide. You can also go to the 1111 website, which is 1111mag.com. In the initial interview, I was really really touched by everything that Debbie had to say and also from watching the DVD in addition to the second disc which is one that takes you through processes I had a wonderful time discovering shadows I did not know about so it is very very powerful and it's an ongoing process Debbie loves to engage with audiences and invites them to discover the source of their discontent resignation and reconnect with their greatest dreams Her comfort and unparalleled capacity to be transparent, vulnerable, and authentic encourages and inspires her audience to do the same. This process is magical. It is a palpable experience where your freedom will emerge. And just being in the presence of her voice or of her movies, of her her books, in taking her shadow process workshops, you will find that your life opens up as you start to release those pieces of yourself that you've been trying to hide for so long. So, Debbie, how does one start to uncover their shadow? Well, here's here's something we do in the shadow process. So I would have somebody write down the three people that they admire the most in the world and the three people that they dislike the most. And then to identify the actual qualities about these people. And uh, I always tell people, you know, a lot of people say, well, I can't find people I don't like. I like everybody. I say, well, if, you're gonna, if you were going to pass on tonight and come back tomorrow, these are three people you wouldn't want to come back as. Mm. So that allows us to see on the dark side what some of our shadows are and the light. So, for example, somebody could say, I don't like my mother, you know. I don't like my mother because she's a know-it-all, or I don't like my mother because she's angry, or I don't like my mother because she's rude, you know. You would just take those qualities, and you could probably start to see that you try very hard not to be that, because that's what's happening. We're always overcompensating. And as you were talking about the Shadow Effect Interactive DVD, where I actually take people through the process. There's another trick to find your shadow, and that is to find out what you love most about yourself. If you had to take one quality that you love, that you thought was the greatest thing in the world about you, so mine would be that I'm superwoman. You know, I love that I can, like, do seven projects at one time. I'm, like, always, like, admiring myself for that, you know. But then you look at what's the negative opposite of that. And so for me, it's lazy. And I grew up in a house where my mother called my father lazy. So I decided I'm never going to be lazy. But now I'm driven, always overcompensating for that part that might be really lazy and having to be this person, you know, that exhausts herself. So what's there to do? There is to embrace the laziness because the lazy part of me might be the part of me that saves me from a heart attack. The lazy part of me is designed to have me relax and take care of myself. 
So that's why it's so important to understand that we have every quality and your the opposites, and that both aspects are needed. And is this something that, as someone engages in the shadow process, is this something that happens quickly, or is it something that is a layered process where we discover a piece and then we move and we discover another deeper piece of the same thing? Well, I think it's, you know, it's really interesting. Once people get it, and we have lots of visualizations on DebbieFord.com and um, other lots of online courses and stuff you can do with me uh, to start to get it. But for the people that really grok it, it becomes this very exciting process because all of a sudden you no longer have to carry all that rage inside or that anger or whatever the judgment is made up of because you've made peace inside yourself. And when we're not spending our energy, you know, uh, judging people, we can actually spend our energy creating something great for ourselves, for our lives. And so I think it's for different, you know, and there are always shadows. Every time I step into a new arena, I'll find a new shadow for myself. You know, when I did the film, I found a whole array because I didn't know what I was doing, of course. I'd never made a film and my original uh, producers kept saying to me, well, you've never made a film. You don't know what you're talking about. Because I'd say, I don't like that there, and that doesn't make sense to me, and this process goes before then. And, you know, I found this part of me that was, like, people-pleasing. Like, I was just going along with what they said because I wanted them to like me because they were in the film business. And once I got, oh, my God, I'm being a people-pleaser, and if I do that, I'm going to get a film I hate. I was able to step out of it. You know, the process is threefold. It's unconcealing. We've got to uncover what the shadow is that's driving this part of our life. The next process is owning it, which is kind of like acceptance to say, okay, I'm that. I could really see I was that. I could see other times I had been a people pleaser and not stood up for myself because I was scared of what people would think. And then the third part is to embrace it, to see what the gifts of it were. And for me, you know, if I saw that if I could own the people pleaser in me, I would have the freedom to speak my truth and deliver my gift to the world. And I thank God that I did that. And people didn't like me and people got angry and told me I didn't know what I was doing. But I ultimately got a film that we just got um, entered into our first uh, film festival. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, that, that really, hearing that from you, that you're still uncovering shadows, is very comforting because I think oftentimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to fix ourselves or to be perfect or to try to get it right really fast that we can miss out on the whole experience of just the discovery of who we are. And that probably is our primary purpose, is just to really discover who we are and allow from that place all of our gifts to come forward. Oh, and yeah, and you know, that this whole myth that like one day we're in enlightenment, when people tell me, you know, oh, I've already done that kind of work, or I skipped the interactive I exercises, Debbie, because I've already done that, I know what they're sitting on top of. Because if you understand that we're always evolving, that we're always growing and changing and stepping up, then we know there's no way to be done. I think Deepak Chopra said to me once, when we're done embracing these parts of ourselves, we'll probably leave the planet. 
The same thing is true, though, on the, great, on the great side, right? On the light side, if you look at what you love out there, what turns you on, you know, you see somebody and you say, wow, they're so courageous, then you can look every day and say, what could I do to bring forth my courageous self? And if you do that every day for 28 days, then all of a sudden you're going to see yourself as courageous. You won't be giving your power to somebody else. Same thing, authentic. People want to be authentic. Well, it's a practice. And, and that's so true, and I, I, I fully believe that in order to embrace our light, we do have to embrace that shadow just as you teach. You have some very powerful teachers that are in the movie as well, Deepak Chopra as well as Marianne Williamson, and they both speak about how our world is changing and how so much of what is happening in the world is really f- reflective of how we all are and the consciousness that we all are holding. Can you speak a little bit to that? Yes, and they're really speaking about the collective shadow. So if we go back to the theory that has been proven now that the world is within us, right, we can only see what we are. If we go back to this theory, then we can see that the outer world is this reflection of our collective internal worlds. And we have all this hate and all this anger and all this poverty and all this disease. And, you know, we have so many issues in the external world that unless we have the courage now to bring the light to the darkness, we are going to see things happen in our year, our world in the next 10 years that are going to floor us all. And so it's, it's an exciting time for the shadow. I mean, for me, it's like, could we be courageous enough to address the shadow of our political system, where we give all our power to people, where we hold them to this higher standard, but most of us don't hold ourselves to that higher standard, you know, where we, where we go to sleep on our own lives. And so it's a calling forth of that we must wake up. We must, if we're going to stand for love, we must really love. We can't just love half of ourselves, the divine half. We have to love the human half as well, and when we're standing in that congruency and that integration of both our human self and our divine self, you know, we will take care of each other. So it goes a step further than just uh, recognizing the judgments that we have about people. We can look at the judgments that we have about the world, about how we dislike war or how we don't like how the government is doing something or how we can't stand the health system that's coming into play we can really look at those pieces and then say what part of that is us, what part of poverty is us, what part of war is us, so that we can not only clean up our insides, but also really support that collective shadow in also transforming. Absolutely. And that is beautifully said. And, I mean, if we take just even health care, right, if we are standing in that we are all... The world is within us, and we have to take care of our internal world. We would take care of the external world. We would know that we need to. We have to reach out, that we have to take care of our children. We have to take care of the parts of ourselves that are less than. Debbie Ford has a profound message about the shadow. 
And if right now parts of you are squirming, saying, I, I don't think I have any shadow pieces, or parts of you are nervous, thinking, oh, I need to discover what part of me that is, I urge you to go to her website, debbieford.com or theshadoweffect.com. You can also click on the link on 1111 Talk Radio and download her free shadow kit, and it will also take you to the DVD where you can order the interactive version. In addition, there's a wonderful feature in the November-December issue of 1111 Magazine available in Barnes & Noble or on our website, 1111mag.com. It's time for you to take responsibility of your own healing, your own wholeness. And that can only happen if you allow yourself to access the teachers, tools, philosophies, and places that help you in that growth. We all need our mentors. We all need our teachers. So allow yourself to discover what this wonderful gift is. We'll be right back with Debbie Ford. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are 
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Larry King, live. Good morning, America and others. People Magazine states that she is a dynamic life coach who could coax a storm cloud into a purging of itself of unhealthy tendencies towards lightning and thunder. Why is it so terrifying to speak our truth? Why is it so heart-clenching to feel like we can't express who we are or what our shadow is? That is the whole purpose of the work of the shadow process and of the new film that Debbie Ford has created, which is theshadoweffect.com. I believe we have a caller on the line, Chance from Georgia. Welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Chance. Can you speak up a little? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Uh, yes. What is your question, Chance? Um, I just had a question about um, pretty much... Um, well, it's more about a question for Debbie. Um, I was curious, um, how did she, what made her want to help people? You know, I hear life about her having drug addictions and, you know, just kind of, you know, being, just been in this dark place. And I just want to know, how did she, how did she get to that place where she knew that she wanted to save the world? And how do you feel about spirituality? How did you, um, come to spirituality because you said, um, you know, you grew up as a Jewish girl, but you really didn't know if there was anything out there. How, how did she come to that place? That's just my question. Thank you for that question, Chance. And I, I have to comment a little bit about what he's saying because even with the DVD, there's a lot of giving in that DVD set of where you really give a lot of information for people. Just it, It's very generous. So how is that, Debbie? How did you come to really want to help people in this way? You know, it'll make me cry if I start talking about it because I feel like when we open our hearts and we've had a moment of grace, that that's all there is to do, that that is, that is just why we're here. And I know that you've had that as well, right? You have that moment, especially when it's inside of darkness, where you see, wow, I am here for a greater cause. I am here to be a finger of the divine to help in it, and that it has nothing to do with me, except that I had these experiences that led me on this journey, and that I had such a difficult journey, if I share with one person, that that makes the journey easier, they read one of my seven books, they watch The Shadow Effect, you know, one child gets saved of the pain and heartache that I went through, then my life is worth something, and I think it goes hand in hand with this question of spirituality. When when I was on that bathroom floor, and I think all of us need to go to the ground and just say, <laughs> surrender, give up, it allowed me to slip out of the realm of my ego's cage and open up that to see that there was a bigger reason for why we're here. And, you know, my latest book is called The 21-Day Consciousness Cleanse, and it is that program of when we cleanse our consciousness, when we embrace our shadows, when we clean up our past, when we say enough is enough, we open up, and that's all there is to do is to deliver our gift, and it's, it's the most 
honoring thing that, you know, any of us could do for ourselves and for the world. And I think you're absolutely right. I fully had that same experience when I began 1111 Magazine. We only have a few minutes left, Debbie, and I really want people to know what to do when they go beyond watching the DVD. I know that there's much that they'll receive out of that interactive edition. They're going to step into knowing some of their shadows. But I also believe that the Shadow Process Workshop is probably a very profound and powerful place that people can go. Do people go to that workshop um, as individuals, do they go together with families, and what happens in in that particular workshop? Yeah, people go as individuals. Sometimes they bring their whole families. A lot of couples come because, of course, that's a great breeding ground for the shadow is in a relationship. So when people come, I mean, I, I'd advise everybody to start by going to DebbieFord.com, looking around. There's lots of videos or going to the shadow effect and watching the trailer because it has pieces of the shadow process in it. Uh, when we, well, Everything we do at the end of the day after three days in the shadow process is to get to this beautiful place of forgiveness where we can forgive God, whatever your creator is, where we can forgive ourselves for all that we've done and haven't done, and when we can forgive everybody else. Because out of that is birth a level of consciousness, a, a level of pure bliss, where we can love and embrace all of ourselves, the totality of our humanity and divinity. And it's a very holy process that actually, again, just came to me. I never thought about it. It just came to me, and I've led it for hundreds of thousands of people around the world. We have one in the United States in February out in San Diego. And I guarantee any course you do with me will radically alter your life. If it doesn't, you know, we will give you your money back because, you know, it is what we're all here to do. We're here. We we must do it not just for our own selves, but so that we can deliver our gift to the world. Well, and I know that in the DVD you illustrate uh, some of the Shadow Process Workshop, and what was really powerful were some of the women, particularly uh, some of the the Jewish and the German, and the Holocaust, and how they were not only carrying their own shame, but they were carrying generational shame and how that appeared as their shadow and had held them back in their lives in certain ways, and how there's a way to utilize that and really step into power. So not only are we clearing up our own shadow, but we may be clearing up things that are generationally embedded within us. I got chills all over my body, and you're talking about Edie and Marita's story, and and that has, if we could get just that piece done with all the people, all the prejudice, right, all the racism, all the bigotry, all the, you know, we have to stop and understand that we are all created equal and that we do come with all this shame, and the healing of the shame is the key to freedom. It's the key to self-love. It's the key to allowing people to have health care, allowing gay rights, allowing, you know, us all to stand in our power and be the greatest expression of who we're meant to be. Well, Debbie, I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It has been a complete honor to have you on the show as well as in 1111 Magazine. I really bless the work that you're doing. I think it's incredible and it's so necessary at this time 
for all of us, it's time to greet, shake our hands, and embrace our shame, our guilt, our anger, our sadness, all of the pieces of ourselves that we have longed to hide for so long and allow them to come forward. Go to Debbie Ford's website, debbieford.com or theshadoweffect.com. Watch the trailers. Allow yourself to download the, the free download of the Shadow Kit and get yourself involved in your own healing process. As we move into 11-11-11, which is next week, and we complete the end of this year, this is the most powerful year to enact change in your life. Your consciousness creates your reality. Your thoughts and your feelings do so. So whether you're suppressing something or not, that which is suppressed or that which is conscious will manifest. It is up to you to change your life. Until next week, be well. I'm Simran Singh. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.